Hello and welcome to Her Ambitious Career, the success podcast for corporate women who want more from their lives and careers. Each week, we share career and leadership strategies to help you set stretching goals, own your value, build visibility and credibility, gain recognition, get paid and confidently take your career to that next level. Whatever your ambition, let's do this thing. Now, here's your host and career success expert, Rebecca Allen. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It would not be 2023 unless we were discussing the Barbie movie. Oh yes, I have been to see the Barbie movie and I have so many thoughts that have come to my mind as a result of seeing that movie. I took my two children with me and actually I was blown away. I actually left the movie thinking 101 different things about what I thought about it, the different layers that were in there. And quite frankly, it is an absolute masterpiece. And if you haven't seen it yet, I strongly recommend that you go and see it. And I just wanted to touch on it today. There are going to be absolute spoiler alerts going on throughout this podcast episode because I have to talk about the movie to explain the concepts and to talk about my views on it and to talk about this from a feminist perspective and also what I think it means for a lot of women out there, but also for a lot of men. And I don't know about you, but in the cinema where I went to see, you know, there were a lot of women who were actively clapping throughout, myself included, I clapped a few times um, at a few of the things that happened in there. But there were also a few men laughing at the references, which I thought was really, really interesting. Um, And a few men really enjoying the humor as well as the thoughts that were discussed throughout the movie. But, you know, if you haven't seen it, I really, really highly recommend that you get your pink top on, you go and get a ticket and you go and see it and let's have a discussion. I'd love you to have a conversation with me about it. You can email me anytime through the show podcast at illuminategrowth.com.au. We can be chatting. You can be sharing your thoughts with me too. So look, Barbie is fast becoming the highest grossing movie ever. You know, it's already hit the billion dollar mark um, across the world in its first couple of weekends. It's absolutely phenomenal. And it's the highest grossing movie directed by a female director ever. The director's Greta Gerwig. I think she deserves every award that she can possibly get thrown at her because it is an absolute work of art. And I think it's got a lot of men, it's got a lot of women talking for lots and lots of different reasons. And like I say, I think it's quite multi-layered in how it is. And I think it's a bit of a masterpiece, I have to say. And I've definitely described it as that. I'm sure other people are doing it too. And it's also attracted its fair share of criticism and particularly from people, little pockets of conservative commentators who quite frankly have got nothing else to say, nothing new to say anyway. But I think the thing that's really interesting about it is the growth that Mattel itself has gone through with the Barbie product, you know, from the, uh, I think it started in the 50s, 1950s, you know, when it's first sort of started, it was seen as a bit of an icon, iconic doll, if you like. But it obviously was quite exclusive in terms of the choice of the the kind of dolls that it would have. So they were all tall, they were all slim, they were all, you know, long flowing hair, some blonde, some brunette, but they were largely Caucasian dolls. There were a few um, dolls of color early on, but not many. And I think the thing that's interesting is Mattel hasn't hidden away from that in the movie. It still showcases that kind of doll in the movie, but it also shows the growth that Mattel has undergone, if you like, in terms of its inclusion 
inclusivity agenda. Um, and we see sort of Barbies of all different colors and sizes and abilities also um, represented to represent also and reflect, I think, the agenda that Mattel has had over the years. And throughout the whole movie, we see Barbie land existing essentially side by side with the real human world. And the two never sort of cross. Um, they sort of have this invisible barrier of you like. And, and I think whilst the human world is dictated by the patriarchy, we're absolutely delighted to see that Barbie land is this happy mirrored opposite. You know, we don't sort of see the same uh, ideals, if you like, existing in either world. And I think the thing that's really interesting is in Barbie land, all the different Barbies are called Barbie and all the Kens are called Ken. There is actually one singular character who's called Alan, who plays the most phenomenal role. I think, um, I'm not sure what the actor's name is, so please forgive me. I don't recall his name, but um, he's absolutely stunning in it. Like he plays this absolutely brilliant character. But the thing that's really interesting is the women, the Barbies, are the ones in the positions of power. They have authority and it is everywhere. You know, you've got women in all the different jobs. You've got a woman president. You've got an all Barbie Senate. There are Barbie doctors, lawyers, even mermaids. There is actually a mermaid. It's Dua Lipa and she's playing this incredible mermaid character, which obviously we don't really need for a society function but it's very, very interesting. But the thing that's super interesting, I think, is there's also the weird Barbie who's ostracized by Barbies. So, you know, Barbie land in itself is not perfect. I don't think the matriarchy is being sort of pinpointed as being this perfect um, opposite or ideal to patriarchy because they definitely have their own problems in Barbie land. Um, she's ostracized. She's sort of different from everybody. And it's seen as, you know, she's seen as less than by the Barbies. It's not completely overt, but she's definitely ostracized. And I think that's an interesting observation. Then you have all the male characters, apart from Alan, who are all called Ken, obviously. And the thing that's interesting is the Kens are actually coupled with their own, and I'll do that in inverted commas, their own Barbie. So you've got a Barbie and Ken sort of couple, if you like, lots of couples all over the place. But the thing that's really interesting is the Barbies are all really, really busy in their lives. And the Kens seem to have no purpose and no real direction and is sort of just superfluous to the Barbies themselves. They sort of just coexist. And there's some beautiful scenes, which I won't spoil too much, but there are some beautiful scenes between stereotypical Barbie, which is played by Margot Robbie, and our Ken doll, who is played by Ryan Gosling so beautifully. Um, and there's so, so many lovely interactions between them with regards to the stereotypes and what they're expected to do. But the thing that gets really, really interesting, I think you'll agree, is when stereotypical Barbie, so Margot Robbie, and Ken, who's played by Ryan Gosling, go into the real world. They go out into the human world just to sort of seek their fortune, if you like. And here, this is where they see that patriarchy exists. So in Barbie land, there's nothing of the sort. And we see that there's that scene where stereotypical Barbie visits Mattel headquarters. And it's headed up by presumably the CEO. It's Will Farrell, And he's the head of this all-male, all-black suit-wearing sort of executive and they're making decisions about Barbie and they're making decisions about the products and everything like this. And the thing that's interesting is she comes in and they know that she's escaped from Barbie land and they literally, quite literally, try and get her back into her box. And I thought that was really fascinating. I've not seen anybody make any comment on that scene 
anywhere in all the commentary I've read. And I've read quite a lot about it because I found the whole thing so fascinating. But they literally try and get her back in her box and like twist those little white plastic things around her wrists to secure her back in place in her box. Get back in your box, Barbie. But obviously that's a kind of a literal, a literal thing that you're seeing and watching. But it's also this desperately sad metaphorical reference to how we just want to keep women small and keep women pushed back and out of sight, which I thought was so, so interesting and so, so clever. But the thing that I really enjoyed, possibly the most actually, was watching Ken's journey because I think Ken's character actually, I think arguably goes through the greatest growth in the movie. And he's trying to find his own identity because he feels superfluous and unneeded in Barbie land. But here in this real world, he gets this taste of patriarchy. We see him go to a library and get books out on it. And he is instantly hooked on all the symbolism and the idea of this alpha male concept and how powerful the alpha male character can be. And so excited he is. He goes back to Barbie land, totally hooked on this idea, teaches all the other Kens about how to live as the dominant gender. And then we start seeing this transformation formation of all the Kens turning into this sort of ultra alpha character, you know, flexing their muscles, wearing cut off sleeves on their shirts to show off their muscles. Some are wearing fur coats and the dream houses of the Barbies get turned into these sort of cowboy saloons instead and the boys take over. And then we see stereotypical Barbie return back and she's devastated to see that that formerly powerful Barbie land, if you like, that sisterhood seems to be brainwashed now by this whole sense of patriarchy and then we just see all the barbies have been reduced to this sort of decorative item hanging off the words that the kens say and the senate even has become a group of cheerleaders which i thought was really very very funny indeed and you know before we talk about the movie anymore but before we talk about these ideas and these concepts i'd just like to touch on some of the feedback the criticism if you like that the movie has produced yeah, albeit by a small group of conservative men, mostly, it's not all men, but mostly men. But some of the things that have come out are actually quite funny. You know, an alienating, dangerous and perverse film was one quote. Man-hating feminist garbage was another. This is one of my favorites. Barbie is nuclear level feminist nonsense that hates men and imposes gender ideology on children. Another one, the feminist agenda will kill us all. So there you go. There you have it. There are some thoughts and feedback and criticisms of the movie and the themes that we have. And of course, people are entitled to their opinions. Of course, they are. And any artistic work is going to throw up people who are pro and people who are against. Of course, that's going to happen. That's why art is so fantastic, because it is never straightforward. It's very, very subjective. But I think the thing that's super interesting about Barbie and the movie is and why such a you know this group of people have such strong vitriolic thoughts towards it is because there isn't a dominant man and there aren't dominant men as lead characters in the movies and i don't know about you but i watch a lot of hollywood movies fairly disinterested fairly disengaged from the content and i think it's because so many of the movies that we have now on our channels have a, a male hero at the helm. And it's all about plotting techniques for that man to look more alpha, for that man to look more macho, for that man to sort of be saving the day wherever he can. It's all a kind of effort to make him appear more in control. 
And often you can even see women characters who are played against those characters are killed off early on in the movie to give that male character some sort of springboard or some sort of purpose or some sort of um, reason, if you like, to exist at all. So he's going to avenge that person. Maybe it's a girlfriend. Maybe it's a wife. Maybe it's a daughter. Maybe somebody's been kidnapped. But basically you don't see the female character in any sort of um, real depth. You just see the male character avenging that challenge and, and, you know, using his brains and his grit and his physical kind of dominance to actually solve the problem and then you'll see him just sort of ruling the movie saving the universe literally from everything um, whilst we don't really see the reference to the woman at all and I think there's so many of these movies around we are awash with them and I think Hollywood is running out of ideas it's constantly regurgitating new ideas and we've got sequels and prequels and goodness knows what because we're running out of ideas there are too many of these action hero movies war movies they're all strewn with men fighting and trying to save the world. Well, from everything, including even Armageddon. Barbie, for me, is just a refreshing change. And it's so nice to see issues that are important to women addressed so eloquently through this movie. I absolutely love that. And I genuinely think that's why so many people were applauding, because they could see themselves in this movie for the first time. Their thoughts were being actually processed, like I say, so eloquently through the storytelling, but also through the characters themselves. The thing that's interesting, I think, about Barbie is it's not trying to tell us that matriarchy is actually better than patriarchy. It's not trying to do that at all. Barbie for me is about challenging unrealistic expectations. It's not about saying matriarchy is better than patriarchy. It's not about women hating men. Absolutely not. It's quite the opposite. And I think people who've looked at the movie like that have watched a totally different movie or they've been watching that movie from a totally different lens to me. But 100% for me, that movie is about challenging unrealistic expectations. And it's not just the expectations that are on women in society. It's also on those unrealistic expectations of what it means to be a man in our society in terms of that alphaness, in terms of how difficult it is to live up to that impossible expectation of what it means to be some sort of patriarchal alpha man. So I love that. And like I say, I left that movie with a million questions swarming through my head. I still have a million questions swirling through my head. And I think that that's the, the outcome of a great work, a great piece of art, a great piece of filming, a great piece of um, whatever you want to call it. But it's created that ability for us to have conversations. It's created that opportunity for us to have a voice. And I think, you know, if you can't see yourself in a movie, then you can't necessarily understand it. You can't really connect to it. You can't really relate to it. And I think that what it's done is it's given us this opportunity, this platform for us to start having conversations about all of these issues, all of these topics um, and how powerful it was. Like I say, I would love to hear your thoughts on the Barbie movie. So let me know your thoughts. And if you're loving our show and if you're loving everything that you're getting from our show, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love your reviews. They make a big difference to the show itself. And look, if you're looking for support in your career, that's where we come in. You know, a lot of the work that I do with the women execs that I work with is about helping them disconnect themselves from discrimination that they get given, you know, thoughts about their capability, thoughts about whether or not they're 
able or ready enough to do something. So I really would urge you, if you're feeling like you're in an environment where you are being discriminated against, or you feel like you're in an environment where there's sexism going on, have a think about how much of that you want to take on as your own belief set and how much you want to push back on that, whether that's literally verbally or whether that's something that you just decide, I'm going to walk with my feet, I'm going to take some different action here, and I'm going to actually push back on that kind of discrimination. That's the kind of thing that we talk about a lot in our business. We talk also a lot about branding and showing up as you want to in an authentic way, in an authoritative way, way, because that's how we get greater results for ourselves in our career, but also for the businesses that we work for. So if you want to find out more about what we do, the best thing you can do is download one of our free gifts. It's called The Seven Habits of Female Execs Who Get Promoted. You can get that by going to rebeccasfreegift.com and it will come straight to your inbox and you can start working on those strategies straight away. What an absolutely fantastic opportunity to talk about Barbie, to talk about feminism, to talk about matriarchy, patriarchy, and challenging these stereotypes and these ideals that we are sort of told that we need to live up to. Well, why do we need to do that? Why should we? Let's define our own outcomes, define our own destinies. We can do that all the way. Thanks so much for joining me. I look forward to speaking to you next time. 